Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many yeah, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, folks. Welcome back to the latest about Mustwire football podcast. We are back. Hopefully you enjoyed the prior shows we've been doing. It's been fun. MWR.com is uh, where you can find our written work. Matt's joining me. Draft season is here, and we're busy. It is on our doorstep. <laughs> yes, we're looking for a draft person to join the show possibly next week. We have a couple people in mind. Just to like, hey, what do you guys see from, is Matt Arias going to get drafted? Is Ryan Stonehouse the, I'm not going to get into the list we saw on Twitter, but who's going to get drafted high? Which punter? Which, uh, could Cameron Thomas, Thomas be a first rounder? Probably not. Even though I saw that like two months ago, and we got a little excited. And there's also Matt the uh, discrepancy of Trey McBride falling for some unknown reason, but that'll be next year, I guess. Draft that's stuff. that's just the, the pre-draft process at work. It's just the we're bored, so let's make up fun stuff, kind of to move shuffle people around occasionally. In the meantime, though, we, we would perhaps be remiss if we didn't direct people to mwire.com. So they could check out all of our latest draft profiles. We've had one each day, at least for the last couple of weeks. And we're going to keep rolling them out. Um, basically, I think our I think our goal is to try and have them done by next Monday. I don't know the date of that. We're recording on Tuesday the 19th. So the week of the, Monday, draft, draft week. The, the week of the draft, we're planning to have everything wrapped up. We'll have an article on sort of the, the best of the rest prospects because mm-hmm. – you know, the the last time there was a full, regular, not pandemic interrupted season, there were a number of guys who, you know, got free agent deals afterwards. I think there were one or two that got selected in the late rounds. So you never know, but we will have every single Mountain West base covered regarding the NFL draft. Again, that's MWWire.com. Exactly. It'll be interesting this year. Well, this will be the conversation next show, but last year like a lot of people like the extra covid year some people decided to stay back oh yeah so that'll be interesting there was only i think three mountain West players drafted last year there could be upwards of maybe 10 i'm doing a little different research like rankings and stuff from like your guys at draft wire touch some wire stuff like that to see where they come in but it'll be there'll be more than last year it's be interesting but drafts always it's dumb and weird and fun and we're all here for that right that's what we'd like to do in the meantime though <laughs> We're, we're here to talk about the guys who are going to be playing next fall in the Mountain West. A little bit, yeah. 
because you you wrote up the uh, the the series of articles recently on ESPN and their FPI metric, right? Getting there, yeah. I'm doing my different SP plus, so I put out just basically, hey, what's your team? If because FPI, just kind of the quick description of what it is. It's a predictive based, so it's different than SP plus, which Bill Connolly does. This kind of predicts how your record could be. So I'm looking right here. Boise State's predicted 9.6 to 3.0, which includes a title game because they have a good chance. They're given the highest chance to win the conference. So I'm going through and basically I put little notes about each kind of uh, the schedule a little bit overall, but then doing team by team, which is kind of a quick and easy post. Hey, what's your favorite in? What's your opponents are non-conference? Kind of rolling through that. So we got about halfway done. But this is a different... Do you have a preference between FPI or SP Plus, first of all? Uh, I mean, personally, I am more familiar with SP Plus. And, you know, by the same measure, I'm also more familiar with, you know, uh, the FBI metric that Brian Fremo puts out there. That's, that's probably not going to come out until, like, later in the summer. Um, Go buy the Football Outsiders book, too. All of them, always. And I think that's because, for the most part, FPI, at least to me, has always been a little more obtuse regarding, like, what goes into it. Yeah, but but it makes it really but it makes it really interesting to see some of the discrepancies between the two because you know when when the preseason SP plus rankings came out in in, in early February of course I, I we talked about it on the podcast I wrote an article about it you can go look yeah. it up but it's it's interesting seeing how some of the teams compare by both metrics because you know there there are some teams that you know FPI is lower on and then alternatively there are some teams that the metric is higher on. And I don't necessarily know why that's the case. So like, you know, case in point, on the one hand, you know, you have a team like Fresno State who, you know, by FBI, they do have the second best ranking of any team in the Mountain West. But the problem is that they rank 69th. And, yeah. and, and when you compare that to, you know, SP Plus, when Bill Conley put it out there, they had the number one projection anywhere in the Mountain West, uh, number 39 overall. Um, you know, top 60 on both offense and defense, which I think is another thing that sort of makes me a little bit dubious about FPI. It's because it, there's no breakdown. It's literally just like kind of one number that that encompasses everything. Yeah, it doesn't, there's not special teams. There's not offense. There's not defense. There's not. That I, that I know of. Yeah, I'm going to read. It's not also it's not like Ken Palm where it's like, hey, there's the efficiency pace adjusted this or adjusted that yeah and so it's so on the other hand here's exactly what it says really quick i'll read okay yeah go for it so, i was looking for it until i found it so the football power index is a measure of a team's strength that is meant to be predict to be the best predictor of a team's performance going forward the rest of the season fpa represents how many points above or below average a team meets. so for example boy stage 4.6 their fpi that's their number not their rank their number that means they're 4.6 points above the average football team. Whereas Mexico is minus 17.4 points. Yikes. And you're the bottom. So they're basically. So, yeah. yeah. That, and and SP and then, plus does have a measure like that. It's just that nobody pays attention to it as much as they pay to pay attention to like the overall standing. But I think the yeah. difference is, and, and don't quote me on this because I don't have the exact definition in front of me is I, I think SP plus it's related to not necessarily like the, an average football team. I believe that it's measured by, you know, I'm well, not going like to say it because I don't, because I, I think it's like above or below average, but I think the, the definition of what an average team is, is slightly different for SB plus. And, they, and I believe they get a garbage time too. Yeah. 
there's a lot of things like really i'm on the page right here it's like yeah it's more about efficiency than about strength yes recruiting recent history which i think which i think is what everybody overlooks actually plus is about efficiency rather than overall strength which is why like after the fact there's the post-game efficiency rating Mm -hmm. like your percentage of oh in this game like if you look at UNLV, well, I don't, I don't have an example in front of me, but I know UNLV had all those close games, or maybe Utah State's even better example. Like, hey, what percentage would they have won this game after the fact? For what? Well, we yeah, or or if they had played this game again, this which mean, yeah. which team would be expected to win this game based off yeah. the stats that were put up? Yeah. So a little different. FBI, FBI also does twenty thousand rankings, or not rankings, but uh, simulations, and it changes. Well, F- SP plus changes to weekly, but this says it changes daily, but I don't know how that is in football. Essential, unless once you get to like Wednesday, Matt games, Thursday, random mm-hmm. Pac-12 games, ACC. But it's just a different set. But what the different, one of the other real differences with it being predictive is that here's your percentage to win the conference, your percentage to make it to the playoff, percentage. Mm-hmm. But Matt, what I don't like really, um, college football, we know there's like a concentration of talent essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, four teams are given a 10% chance or more to win the national title. <laughs> Tracks, right? Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> However, can I, is there, a, I know Texas is fifth, but whatever they're, it's a talent recruiting thing, but how is Clemson fourth? Wait, they wait, had, wait, know, Texas is fifth? Winning national championship percentage, Alabama, 30.1%. Okay. Ohio State, 27.4. Oh, come on, man. Really? Hold on. on. Wait, hold on. (laughs) Georgia, 42.7. Clemson, 11.1. Texas is 2.3% chance. What did did Clemson remember how to play offense? Uh, That's what I'm wondering. The defense was amazing. They won 10 games and they weren't clearly not a bad team, but the big Cinco or DJU was not a good quarterback last year. And ACC. Is not good. <laughs> it's not really that good overall. So it's like I, I don't know if it's a recruiting thing, but there's all those type of things. Like no team in the Mountain West is getting any percentage for even the playoff. I don't think. Well, um, okay. So here's the other interesting thing about FPI because I think I gave more credence to the Bulldogs than to the, some of the teams that were, you know, by SP plus. I think I don't want to say judged more harshly, but I think you know their their ranking in the SP plus you know rankings. I think it was more reflective of the fact that they were losing so much production. For I'm thinking, State? no, no, no. I'm th- so I'm thinking primarily of Nevada and Hawaii mm-hmm. because, you know, Nevada was a, I think they finished, I forget exactly where they finished by SP plus last year, but you know, one of the things that stood out to me when I wrote the article the first time was the fact that both the, the Wolfpack and the Warriors, they're 120th and 122nd respectively by SP plus. But by FPI, they're they're 101st and 108th, and basically bull eligible for Nevada at 5.9 wins projected. It's kind of a coin flip, right? Which smash the under if, you, if somehow Vegas goes five and a half for Nevada wins, take the under by far, right? Well, no, was, okay, so I'm going to tap the brakes <laughs> on that sentiment just because. Okay, first I'm of not. all, first of all, it's it's April, so like plenty of plenty of things can change between now and the start of the season. But, you know, we've seen, and I think, you know, Utah State fans are nodding their heads in, a, in agreement. Like, we've seen how, you know, aggressive transfer portal moves and, and the right coaching hire can lead to a bigger turnaround than anybody might suspect. So, but I think it's interesting that, you know, when you look at, like, the projected win totals in particular, the, the, so much of the Mountain West is bunched together 
Yeah. Like, like, yeah, like even Utah State, you know, they're 88th overall, but their projection is what, six and a half wins? Yeah. I mean, that that doesn't, I mean, I don't know what to make of that. Like the fact that they and, and Nevada and, and Hawaii, given everything that has happened basically between the end of the season and right now, it's so like the last, what, three, three and a half months or so. The fact that those three teams are separated by less than a win by this projection, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I feel a little skeptical about how valid that is because you have to think that, like, yeah, Utah State is losing a lot. But but they arguably had the best quarterback in the conference. Yeah, but they're also – and that they're also returning much more. Yeah, there's Devin Tompkins, Rice, and a few other guys, but – which is why I, which is why I think you know the the fact that you know Aggies fans think that SP plus is underselling them a little bit. You know they were ninety first in that regard, so uh, so so even FBI thinks like slightly better of them. But when you really break down what it means to be eighty eighth, it's like well, okay, not by much. And so I just I don't know. I mean, yeah, the Mountain West has improved. Yeah, it's gonna there's gonna be a lot of fist fights week after week. But I don't see whatever things are going to look like in December looking anything like these projected standings right here. Like, I think one or two teams are going to win at least 10 games. One or two teams are going to win fewer than three games. And, and yeah, I don't know. I just think there's going to be a little more stratification than something like FPI is making it seem like it might be. Remember last year, there's, I did an article, there were eight, like I was comparing last year and a few things. There's eight, bowl, eight not bowls, eight teams that went bowling. Whatever you want to yeah. say about Hawaii, they still got to go. And they got to six wins and like whatever. So even if you take them away, go to seven, they're all projected five. One, two, three, four, five mm-hmm. teams go to bowl, that go bowl eligible. And I think a part of it could be with Utah State in particular, 2020 was so bad that still – lingering numbers because there's players still on the roster from that team. And so that might have something to do with it when they won one game or, and we're not very good. Remember it doesn't include recent production, mm-hmm. but I would say, but I would say like the, you're right. There's going to be probably historically two teams that win 10 games, probably a team that wins two or fewer games, unfortunately, like maybe two of those, like you mentioned, but when you look at the overall, I want, I was going to say like they want, they overvalue, but they, they swing wildly because Going back to the top, Ohio State is basically projected to go undefeated, eleven point eight wins. I'm like, I don't know if they're if they overvalue certain. Like, it seems like they're not valuing teams where they should be. Because is Ohio State go twelve and one? Maybe, but who's gonna? It's it's like in Vegas if they're like not to go that route, but like they're probably going to be eleven and a half over. They're probably be eleven over under because that makes more sense. Eleven and a half. I'm like, nobody's going to take the over on that, if that's the case. Georgia's 11-6, Alabama's 11-3. I don't know how Clemson's 11-1. But I think they're valuing certain teams, and I'm not sure why, more. It's it's just I'm trying to find the right word. They're not, it's not that it's not inconsistent, but going by the conference, like you mentioned pretty well, like look how bunch they are. So so here, here's a fun fact. Because yeah. we, we didn't mention Boise State being you know, number one by FPI, uh, yeah, 47th overall. Did you see that there's one team ahead of Boise State that is actually projected under six wins. No, how are you how do you how are you sorting it? Just by ranking. I'm just I'm just looking at the straight ranking. Yeah, Boise State. Oh. Boise State is 47th. South well, wait, Car- wait, 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 wait. Oh, South Carolina. I want to guess the team. Come on, it's okay. Is 45th, and their projected record is 5.9 and 6.1. So they can't even break 500 in this FBI projection. 
And somehow they're better than the projected best team in the Mountain West. Something about that doesn't add up to me. SEC, baby. That's what that is. It just means more. <sighs> I don't um, know. That is wild that they're five points. Because, what is it? Shane, who's your quarterback now? Shane Rattler. Who, who's from Oklahoma? Uh, Spencer Shane, Rattler. Spencer Rattler. It's just Shane Rattler. They got Shane Beamer as head coach. It's like, no. Seth Gunn is garbage. You tell, kidding. No. What? 9.6 wins gets you whatever. Like, even looking above, like, there's 6.4 Louisville. Like, if you're telling me who Boise, like, if we're to run off teams, Boise's, they beat BYU last year, so we'll see. But, like, they're better than South Carolina. They're better than Purdue. Maryland could be interesting so they could score a lot of points. TCU has new head coach are garbage. Arizona State lost all their coaching staff, and Herm Edwards may not make, make it to week five. They lost their – however, they do have um, Xavier Valade at Arizona State. Mm-hmm. But Jaden Daniels is leaving. He's at LSU, their freshman quarterback. Minnesota – kidding me nebraska what the hell nebraska <laughs> well, wasn't it wasn't nebraska like the unluckiest team in college football history last year i don't care where's Raj to say nebraska sucks we need that back in our lives <laughs> coincidentally boise state and byu right next to each other in the fbi rankings which which Air- that that seems fitting yeah, arizona or arkansas you see where arkansas is uh Mid- it's the sec markets now 6.5 wins at 29th mississippi state 6.4 wins at 24 yeah i don't get it auburn is ridiculous at top 10 auburn's a top 10 10 of this rankings at number uh they are number 10 7.4 wins lsu who's gonna be eh, whatever this is stupid whatever let's get to are, our are we moving on <laughs> are we done with this garbage because it's fun to look at but when you dive that deep and like get away it's just the win total is the rankings, like we see where teams are ranking. Like, could South Carolina be better than Boise State? Well, could they be? A good... I'd say Boise beat them, but I don't think South Carolina's like. I see they're garbage, but there's a lot of stuff against them. New head coach, new quarterback. They're not. They're probably good, honestly probably go four to eight in the SEC overall. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. But they'd still probably be a fairly competitive team. That's what they get in. Like the win totals, when you see Alabama eleven point three. Like when you look at certain teams, like just bunched together, and like how much they're. You're telling me, like, last thing, 50% to make the national title game? Come on, those numbers probably true, but still, whatever. Let's move on. All right. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's what we're going to play a little game. We do this all the time. We're going to decide, hey, where are we going on a road trip? We're going to drive. We're going to fly. We're going to take a boat. Um, every game we're going to go through the season, week zero to week uh, whatever, week 14 is not the final week. Till til, til Thanksgiving weekend. Whatever number that is, we're just going to call it Thanksgiving weekend. Are we still going to try to go by a rule of where you can only visit one place once? You can do whatever you want. You tell for, me that for, all the time. Uh, so for, for, those, for those of you who have never heard us go through this thought exercise before, what I like to do is I, I like to try to abide by a few different rules. One, we assume that money doesn't money is no object, so we can go wherever we want to. Living the dream. What I like to do is I like to make sure that I see every Mountain West team at least once. That's that's fair. And I never try to go to the same place twice. I will attempt to abide by those rules when I made my picks. Or you I can do whatever picks. you want. You have freedom of movement. You don't, don't let me detract. Fine, I'm gonna take a residency in Hawaii for all, or every game. <laughs> I mean, I mean, especially since I, I have a feeling looking at the week zero slate, August twenty, the week of August twenty seventh. Uh, I'm guessing I probably know what your pick is. What, what What do you think my pick is? Well, I mean, do you want me to tell you mine? No, why don't you tell me mine first? I'll tell you if you're right. If okay, well, I, I mean, I, if I think that your pick is the same as mine, then I think your pick is Vanderbilt at Hawaii. I'm not doing that one now. Really? Yeah, I, I'm, I've decided. That's a good game. That, that is one on my list I'm considering. There's only also we should know four games that we Vanderbilt at Hawaii. We're not going to go off every game. You guys can look at the schedule ourselves. That'd be boring. But just for week zero sake, there's four teams, four games: Vanderbilt at Hawaii, Nevada at New Mexico State, UConn at Utah State, Wyoming at Illinois. So tell me why you're picking Vanderbilt at Hawaii. One, are you? I, oh, yeah, I am. Sorry, sorry. I am. I, I think of what you picked for me. Well, I mean, one reason is free, you know, free trip to Hawaii to start off, you know, to start off the season. It's it's hard to 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 imagine, mm-hmm. hard to beat a week on the beach. You know what I mean? Just kind of kick things August, off, get, get in the right frame of mind. Here's the thing, man. It's August. I'm waiting till that October November trip to go to Hawaii. <laughs> but also, you're getting a, you're getting a first glimpse at the the program turning over a new leaf. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you know, a game against an opponent that you should stand a pretty reasonable chance of beating. Vanderbilt is not great. We're going to talk more about them at length, I'm sure, over the course of the offseason. But yeah, like, you know, the, and I think our, our, our guy Scott put together an article very recently about what he saw at uh, Hawaii's, uh, what were they calling it, Island Day? I believe it was. Uh, yes. It, it coincided great. with like the, they're wrapping up spring practice, but it's, it seems like the optimism out there is infectious. And so I think of, of the four games in week zero, like that's sort of like the, the narrative that I'm most interested in exploring first is just kind of seeing what that vibe looks like going to check out, you know, the TC Ching complex for the first time. Um, and then just kind of seeing how it all comes together under, under Timmy, Timmy Chang and the rest of that staff. Okay, my pick is one of the new head coaches in the conference. I am at, and I want to see a victory. So obviously, I'm not speaking Utah State, UConn, not the victory part, but the new coach in Wyoming, which leaves, if you're smart, it's Nevada at New Mexico State. Okay. Like, All right. Why do you want to go there? It's like, well, here's the thing Nevada needs a win. They're likely going to get a win. I don't see what this new team's about. It gets a team they can beat. I don't want to see them go play a team where they'll get 
new coach, new quarterback, new receivers. They'll have Toa Tala back. They still have Don Peterson hanging around, so he'll cause some havoc in the backfield. But I want to see what Ken Wilson could do coming in from Oregon. And, just well, and, and you get you get double the the head new head coaches too because uh, Jerry kills down there in Las Cruces. Oh, that's right. Former, yeah, former Minnesota head coach. He had the stroke issues. Hopefully, that's all behind him. Hopefully, taken care of. But I'd want to see that because Nevada can win, should win. Nate Cox, the giant quarterback, should be starting. Right? Is he still the case? The six foot nine quarterback. I would assume that when when Shane Illingworth gets to campus and they compete in fall camp, that he's going to have to say something about that. But yeah, as of right now, I believe Cox is listed as QB1. Regardless, new quarterback, new coach, a lot of new things going on in Nevada. So I want to see what they can do in week one or week zero, and they'll probably get a victory. So that's where I'm leaning that way because I'm going to save my Hawaii trip for down the road. So that's my pick there. I want to see the new coach, new team, and see what they're up to. So Very reasonable. All right, so week one, full slate of games. I'm also going to try to avoid FCS games just because I don't want to do that. This week, there's a couple of games I was looking at here, the debating between Arizona, San Diego State, intriguing because Arizona should be getting better. They gave my Utes a pretty good run last year for half the game, so they're improving. And, and, and in that particular case, that's the first game of Snapdragon Stadium. Oh, dang it. Maybe I didn't change a pick. Shoot. May have to readjust here. Very true. Boise State, Oregon State. Oregon State, improving team. Beat my Utes last year. I'll bring up Utah a lot, but they're better than people think under Justin Smith there. And Jonathan that could Smith, be, but yeah. Or excuse me, Jonathan, apologies. Jonathan Smith there. I knew it was a Smith. Come on. Um, and the other game was Utah State, Alabama. I'm going to visit uh, Alabama and go watch Utah State do their best against uh, Nick Saban and company and Bryce Young and see how that goes. Because who doesn't want to go? I've never been there. I'd want to go there. I've only been to like a dozen stadiums. That'd be fun to go to. And yeah, it feels it feels lame that that's my pick too. Oh, it is. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, Brian. I mean, I'm with you. Like you Brian did, but also, but also, like you know, Utah State's. Uh, they, they look like on paper they should be a pretty good team again, and so, like, I'm not going out there with any expectation that they're going to roll no, the no, tide no. or anything like that. But I, yeah. I think they could give them a game you know maybe for a half or something like that you never know Colorado State was within like 10 points with them a couple years ago through two plus quarters they were pretty yeah and yeah they were pesky yeah I that'd just be interesting to see like how good is um Blake Anderson one of the better coaches how good Logan Bonner how good is the receiving group defense and stuff my secondary game probably would be Boise and Oregon State just because I think that would be a very interesting game no, I mean, I, so, I think if I think if I needed to, to pull out the backup option, it would definitely be that Arizona at San Diego State game. Let me get to yeah, just because you know, new opener. facility, new era, you know, and, and a team that is you know doing everything right, both on and off the field. So it's the yeah, very hard and, to beat there. You know what that did? That pad their Pac-12 record. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. All right, now let's go into week two. We have games on all day Saturday. What's your? Still no conference games yet. So what is your pick? We'll kind of go back and forth. So I'm staying in Alabama. Oh, I see where you're going. And I'm going San Jose State at Auburn. And, and I say that because I because I, I expect the Spartans to be better than they showed last year. And I think a lot of that is going to come back to rebounding on the offensive side of the football. And while while I, I think that you know going to Jordan Hare is, is still going to be tough, like you know they've had that, like one or two trips recently there where they didn't look completely overmatched. You know both I think with Brennan and before uh, with with Ron Carragher, if I'm not mistaken. 
Wouldn't it be dark? It but also, be but also, dark. like, like you know that that Tigers program is sort of messy right now, right? And so, getting oh, yeah. to, the getting coup, to, the Feld Q coup, <laughs> getting to see how that San Jose State team measures up against Brian Harson's Auburn team, and and just the 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 possibility that you could be there at ground zero if San Jose State were to pull another upset in SEC country. And just like, you know, just like trying to find the nearest radio station to listen to all the the callers calling into Feinbaum or whatever. (laughs) That, that, that would be worth the entire trip right there, which is not to say that there are not other good options this week. That That was my, that was my pick. I'm telling you that game, like, like we joked, like they're 10 FPI. Only 7.7 wins. They lose Bo Nix, which may be an upgrade because he's now up at um, Oregon mm-hmm. at the moment. Harson seems to be over his head. Hires the wrong his remember his defensive coordinator quit before their issues to take a job with less pay to go to Oklahoma State to be the defensive coordinator. That's all you need to know about that program at the moment. As for my pick, I could see Colorado Air Force because Air Force beat up on the Pac-12 again, but I'm gonna go. A little bit different out. I'm going to go. I'm going to stick with my Oregon State's pick from last week. Oregon State at Fresno State. I think that with what Jay Cater could be, being at home, Jeff Tedford going up against the Pac 12. And Oregon State is probably like their name wise, obviously not as sexy as UCLA last year, but they might be better than UCLA was last year, this year coming up. Because Oregon State just slow, like under Smith, been slowly grinding, getting better, beating these teams. And the what remember when they played Utah last year? They were in like four plays, and Utah couldn't stop it on the ground. So if Fresno State's defense could show up, that would make a big difference. But I think that would be a fun Pac-12 game to go see Oregon State come to town to Fresno State. So I mean, you might get some, you might get some late in 2001 vibes from that matchup. I mean, the, be. the Beavers aren't like a preseason number one named by Sports Illustrated kind of team at this <laughs> point. But you know that that you know it's a fan base that's going to have very high expectations coming into this year. And I would be very shocked if they weren't out in force for that game. Yeah. They've improved their 46 in SP plus. So and Fresno was about 39, that ranking. Yeah. So they're a team where it's a, they're 25th, what offense from right in there. Yeah, that's a, that's offense. a, that's a quietly underrated fun game. Yeah. That's why I really It should be. Yeah. That's why I'm picking that game. Oregon state going to, uh, for, and it's at home a Pac 12 team at home. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And the red wave will be in town. We'll see what they do playing Pac 12 team. So, just Pat Hill, or not Pat Hill, but uh, no, Tedford. Never mind. Let's move on. Next week. Okay. Week four. Week three. I was going to say something that would make zero sense. So let's move on. Week three. We're getting through non conference schedule, a few fewer games. Oh, geez. This one's a no brainer, man. It's first note USC. Come on. Now, see, I don't know. I don't know if it was a no brainer. There's other good games, but that's the game I want to see the most. San Diego State, Utah. I was getting, that was the one I was going to point to. That Colorado State of Washington State could be lots of points. Well, and also there's like some some s- sneaky, potentially fun games too. Like, you know, North Texas at UNLV could be sort of like a, a litmus test game for the Rebels because, you know, North Texas was a disaster for most of last year. And then they won five straight games at the end of the year to get to a bowl game. Yeah, they've been, they've been typically about bowl eligible in the conference. But yeah, they had a weird start and end of the season. Two bookends for sure. But I mean, but ultimately, I'm with you, and I would I would definitely go see Fresno State at USC. I may actually, literally, be going to San Diego State, Utah this year because it's down the street for me. And that game, like from Utah side, like they lost San Diego State, 
that's the game that kind of overtime. If they started Cam Rising, probably would have won that game. Tavion Thomas running back was fumbling and wasn't really getting the playing time. That'll be like that's another game where depend like Utah will probably be a top fifteen team. San Diego State beats Arizona. They beat their FCS team. I think they play early on. That wouldn't be surprised me if that's like a, a a game that's like on Fox, regular old Fox, with the number ten Utah versus number twenty two San Diego State. Well, and that and that shock, Bulldogs at Trojans out. game might actually be a game that I go to too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Just to take your drive. Well, and not, I mean, not not only for me, but because you know my my father in law actually is a USC graduate. And so, Damn. like, yeah, he was he was definitely fed up with with Clay Helton by the end of last year, uh, and he's he's feeling pretty good about the Lincoln Highlander so far. And so, I'm 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 mostly looking forward to the opportunity to, uh, you know, maybe see his dismay when President Day finally shocks the world again down there in the Coliseum. You know, two reasons. Well, I'll give you a past reason: just push Reggie Bush out of bounds. No, well, okay, you didn't have to bring that up, man. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, 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 no. I'm giving you good good reason now. Their defense is going to be terrible again. Jay that's true. Caleb Williams is going to eat defense. them alive. Yeah, he does not play defense. This will be a, sh- I want to say, possible potential shootout potential. That, it, yeah, that game, like, oh. and they got CSU at Washington State will be interesting. And then rivalry game, UTEP at New Mexico. Obviously, sicko football there, number like bottom five teams, but rivalry games are fun. Mm-hmm. So. And then the first conference game of the year as well, Air Force at Wyoming, which is cool too. So yeah, well, there's that there's week, one there's one the week before that too, but I, I take it. Oh, right. oh, I missed that. Apologies, but yeah. that week, this week might be the like out of all the weeks, this might be the one the one of the best weeks in the Mountain football all year. I agree. All right, so week four, what do you got? This was the one that was hardest to figure out because you know for all like there's a lot of like interesting options, but there's not one that sort of blew me out of the water oh i got one okay well i'll let you go first oh you will because that okay um actually i'm gonna see where toledo is ranked is toledo even a decently ranked team in fba they're 51 okay so there's two options are coming down so i was thinking about them but when we talk about former teams of conference BYU obviously mm-hmm. i will go i will i will die on this no no like this is the case the team that hates BYU the most is wyoming in the conference do tell i, I don't I'm just saying, I just knowing I talk to Jesse, man, he'll tell you. Was it was it is it like a nineteen ninety-six revenge thing? It could be. They call the timeout one second left in the whack title game in the mm-hmm. of Vegas. I just for what Wyoming fans could like you may think like San Diego State really hates them. Like we our buddy like Ted or one of those guys, like, no, they're not it's terrible. There's just for some reason some disdain. And also BYU fans hate Laramie because they hate going to Wyoming. That's part of it too, just having to travel out there. So it kind of goes both ways where as for who they don't like, if you think about like, well, who does BYU not like Mountain West? Utah State's a rivalry game, but they're not really Mountain West rivals because they never played each other in the league. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't, I don't think that really has the same effect, even though they played for a hundred years, I think it is. San Diego State's up there and Wyoming's up there too. And I think Wyoming just for not revenge factor, but they just hate going to Laramie. And they, they just, I think part of it too, Wyoming's like, oh, we're from this tiny town. Nobody cares about us sitting here in Laramie. Wyoming, smallest population, whatnot. They want to go on BBO. I just think they hate B- Maybe it's just my feeling, but from who I've chatted with and random people online, I think it's Wyoming fans who hate BYU the most. So I want to go to that game. So that'd be great. It's always the people you least suspect, right? I know. I'm just saying that. Like, you think about Boise State, like, you know, whatever, it's a rival team. It's cool. We don't like them, but it's not like a deep hatred. Because Wyoming and BYU, 
been in the WAC. Like, I think they're in the Rocky Mountain Conference together, however long ago that was. So I would like to see that game. In that, uh, my, in that case, then, I'll, I'll break the trend of you and I being at the same games good. together. And I will take Toledo at San Diego State. That's one, because one because that'll be my one trip to Snapdragon this year. And two, because Toledo's quite, quietly could be a pretty good team this year. You know, if yeah, their, defense because really good. their defense is excellent. Um, 25 about. And so I think, you know, well, like I said, we'll, we'll explore the Rockets more at length later in the offseason. Uh, but, you know, potential map contender and a potential Mountain West contender, like, you know, for, for someone who's a group of five nerd like me, sign me up. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's that's that's a good one. Other games of no, nothing that eh, nothing too crazy. A couple of conference games. You get New Mexico and LSU, but ooh, oh, that pass our hard pass guys, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's go to week five here. So we're trying to keep our trend of going. Where we're going to go. This is conference games coming up. Ah oh, man, I can't go back to BYU. The wagon wheels on the line that week. You Are can you do there? whatever you you can hang out in Provo for another week if you'd like to. Yeah, I already. I already do. I could basically see BYU from where I live, so I don't know. <laughs> I see, I see the Y all the time driving up and down the street. Yeah. Um, I get no. I'll, I'll do. Uh, actually, you pick first. You, I went twice in a row, so you get to go now. Oh, so, so for me, games, so for me, the, games, Dang it, sorry. For me, the choice is obvious. San Diego State at Boise State. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, because for me, that's the the one trip to the blue that I would make this year. Um, it's also the uh, one series that you count upon to be like, you know, close game one way or the other. And it has potential, it has potential title game implications. And so like, you know, that that's all the reason you need right there. You know, two very good teams, knock down, drag them out kind of street fight kind of game. Um, I'm all about that. I'm going to go with you. I was going to go Navy Air Force, but I think I'm going to save my Air Force game for later. Okay. But San Jose, San Jose State, Wyoming well, could be a little interesting, but and obviously Utah State BYU is always, not always, but the past decade's been much close, competitive and closer than it has been. You yeah. know, there's one one point when um, when Utah State won the wagon wheel a couple years ago, BYU didn't even bring it with them to Logan to play to bring it out. I vaguely remember find, that they couldn't find it. They didn't know it was like under some tarp somewhere. They didn't know where it was because they won it so often. They did. They didn't even bring in the truck down to and put it on the sideline for the game to get the camera shot of the trophy. Hmm. Bad. All right, week six. Man, some good stuff here. All right, so we're traveling, traveling. Uh, oh man, I don't want to see the same teams, but there's so many good games I want to see. And I know you tell me not to pick whatever I want, but I just feel feels wrong to keep picking some of the same teams. You're just putting that pressure on yourself. Me per- personally, I'm going to Reno this week. Oh, maybe we should go to different places because I was debating on that too. Colorado um, State at Nevada, and and, and I t- this is uh, the week of October eighth, and we talked about oh, this I on the podcast I'm, before. I don't know where this I'm is like you're a quietly really good week of football because you get you know Air Force at Utah State, you get Fresno State at Boise State for the milk can, you get the narrative of Jay Norvell and and half the Rams roster going <laughs> back to, to Mackey <laughs> Stadium to face the Wolfpack, and then you get you know a trio of, of division games on on top of that, but you know to me. The story behind that is just going to be like too too irresistible. Like if if that's not a sellout, I'm going to be incredibly disappointed in Nevada fans. Well, I'm sitting at FB FB schedules right now. It's the only game where there's not a buy ticket link on. Hmm. So whatever that means. Maybe that maybe that'll be flexed to like Friday night or something like that. 
possibly. Like, there's all these games. Like, Fresno Boise State is, for being honest, the the best game of the weekend. Like, the two best teams. Mm -hmm. But I want to go to Air Force Utah State because what happened last year, man? 49-45, the shootout. No one, no one saw coming to come from behind victory for Air Force there. That's true. I'm gonna hit up up in Logan and go watch that game because Daniels is back. Air Force actually named a defensive coordinator for finally Brian Nor. Sneakily updated their depth chart or coaching, whatever you want to call their coaching roster. But that game, based on what happened last year, based on what we think Air Force Utah State could be this year, even if it's not a shootout, it's still going to be intriguing because the two differences in offenses. Definitely. So Fresno Boise would be like, I think be, Hawaii, even Hawaii, San Diego State has intrigue just because Hawaii typically plays them pretty well. So, yeah. Man, so week seven. All right, here we go. Week seven. We only got. What five five games that week? Couple couple teams on by. A couple teams on by. Oh man. Um hmm. We got the Rio Grande rivalry. This is oh man. Is it wrong to say this week doesn't look all that good? Is it okay to say that? Or is that frowned upon by us? <laughs> by well, so okay, so there's a there's a couple of rivalry games. You mentioned the Rio Grande rivalry, New Mexico to Mexico mm-hmm. State. You got the yes. Dolly Trophy on the line. Yes. You could always make a trip to Vegas for Air Force at UNLV. True, true. You could always make that trip to the islands, Nevada, Hawaii. I know, I, I know I can make all these trips. Um, you had the V Trophy, is that the Valley? Yeah. yeah. I could be crazy. I've already been to Las Cruces, so I'm not going back there. Sorry, guys. I've been there once. I think I'd go to Hawaii to watch Nevada, Hawaii, just because, well, the way they played past a little bit like there's been some weird games between those two schools recently and i know i need to go to vegas but i don't think UNLV is a good match or air force is a good matchup for them i've already been to fresno state uh actually oh actually hold on no i'm making i'm coming on autumn i'm going to utah state colorado state okay based on what happened based on what happened last year <laughs> with the craziness at the end of the game plus the year before when utah state basically quit and didn't play that game because uh, with Frank Miley and what Miley, whatever's going on, mm-hmm. I will go. I will want to see Colorado State because I need to see them at some point. And if we think about it, potential is there. Depending on who quarterbacks would be for CSU, they brought a lot of the transfers over from Nevada. A lot of good talent from Nevada. That actually might be a sneaky, a tough game for Utah State on the road. So That's I'm going to go to Fort Collins That's and true. watch into Utah State at Colorado State. Airtight logic there. Personally, personally, I feel like I pick the Rio Grande rivalry every year when we do this. Okay. But it's typically a pretty good game in addition to being just like a traditional rivalry game. So yeah, uh, that's where I'm going. That's my trip to Las Cruces. So I'm penciling that in. All right. So what do you got for week eight? Um, right off the bat, like I was like, you a lot of excellent games here. Um, but to me, the choice is clear. Boise State at Air Force. Yeah, yeah Boise State Air Force. I have not done my Air Force trip. I've been saving it. Uh, you can go to Notre Dame, watch UNLV get their butt kicked. Uh, San Diego State, Nevada is not what we think it would be. You just said, well, I mean, you do have the tro- the, the bridge, bridge rifle. rifle. It's always a good trophy. I guess I got to go with you, man, because out of all the competitive games, like Hawaii at CSU could be interesting, but I don't think Hawaii will have enough. And I think San Jose State would crush New Mexico State. But I guess I got to go Boise State Air Force, which would be Back-to-back Air Force games for me, and seeing Boise State only twice so far. I do. I mean, I Hawaii, big... Hawaii, and CSU could be a track meet in the same way it was an unexpected track meet last year. 
yeah, I just I'm still not sold on why really. So I'm still kind of yeah. Okay. But that, that, there's intrigue there. I do agree with you on that. Yeah, I mean, if, and, if, if yeah, this that, week is thin, though, like I think the next week is even thinner because there's only four games to choose from. You're right. Um, well, I I was going to take the best game. See, see Fresno State. I don't care. I'm going there. I'm going back to Fresno. Okay. No questions asked, right? That's fine. I mean, for me, that for me, that's like returning home for a breather. But yeah, that was that's my fine. pick too. But so, but, but you also, mean, but you also get the Paniolo Trophy rivalry that week. Hawaii, I was looking or, at that one, Wyoming yeah. out Hawaii. Mm-hmm. You know, Nevada at San Jose State could be interesting. And Colorado State's losing streak to Boise State will continue in the conference. <laughs> could, I was going to say, could they finally exercise their demons? No. You could be optimistic on that. Not this okay. year. All right. Hank Bachmeyer finally coming back for like his 20th straight year. Technically, four straight years as starting quarterback. Assuming he's healthy, knock on wood. Hey, I chatted with uh, BJ Ranger Marita here today, and he says they're looking good and getting healthy, but it's also spring talk, so take that one for That's true. <laughs> week 10. All right, week 10. Next, it's always, that's always a fun game to play. Can you find the spot the line coaches spring practice? Defense is better than offense. We're all healthy. Young guys are getting good reps. Ugh, that's annoying. All right. This week, oh, you got our Air Force versus Army in the weird, weirdest stadium in the world in Arlington. Was it Globe Life Field for the Rangers play? I honestly don't even know what it's called now. What? I just, call it, the, I just call it the Texas Ranger Stadium because I, I literally don't know what it's called. I know it's in Arlington, but why there? It's like, uh, I don't know. It's halfway between Colorado Springs and West Point, except not really. No, it's closer to West Point or closer to Air Force. Not even at, the, you couldn't even get the old crappy Cotton Bowl that nobody plays games in there except for UT in Oklahoma once a year. <laughs> Well, didn't uh, didn't Air Force of New Mexico do that like four or five yeah. years ago? They had yeah, there was yeah, they did games. Yes, those those games were some barn burners. I remember that much. Yeah, yeah, it's like put it, it's whatever. Yeah, CSU at San Jose State, Wyatt Fresno, maybe um, BYU Boise State's the best game. But we've already like, what are you going to do? Because I've already have two two Boise State games on the schedule. I'm I'm going to the tool shed. I'm going to see Air Forces or Army because that's that, you know not only is it a rivalry game. Those two teams hate each other. That's true. Like, like it's a, a like like Wyoming BYU level hate. Oh, there you go. Maybe, 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 maybe even beyond. <laughs> that out of the games we have, I do need to go there because I do need to see an Air Force Army game or Air Force Navy. So before I'd pick, I hate picking the same ones for a couple of times we've done it, but I would. You and at San Diego State could be interesting just because what happened last year. They kept it pretty close. Mm-hmm. And obviously BYU, Boise State, but I've already seen BYU once. I've already been to Boise State a couple of times or seen them twice. So I'm going to join you again and go to go to a crappy baseball stadium to watch the awesome CIC potential <laughs> clinching game for the Falcons. There you go. Week 11. Oh, boy. Uh, you pick first. I think I got my game, but I might make a change here. No, You know what? I'm going to make you go first. What? Why? <laughs> Be- because I want to make sure that <laughs> Because we've been going to the same place, which is which I think is I rare. Like this, this typically it. does not happen. No, we I try to not do. It. We've gone what three places the same. So this is what I'm going to make you go first. Okay, that's fine. You can make me go first. Where have I not been? This is where I'm at now. I got a couple of games left. I need to go somewhere I haven't been, and I'm going to go to Fresno State at UNLV. Okay, check because, check out the new billion dollar stadium down there. Yeah, I've driven past it about a half dozen times the past couple 
couple years, never been inside. Uh, UNLV, again, like, I know they had, it didn't Doug Brumfield transfer like last week or something, I believe. He's in the portal now, yes. Portal. So, new quarterback coming in. I know they lost OC to NFL, the Raiders, right? Did he go there? They lost Arizona both. They lost both of their coordinators. The the oh, DC boy. went to Denver. Okay, that's what it was. The OC they, went to Arizona State. Oh, take over Zach Hill, who got fired. Or sorry, step air quotes. You can't see step down due to uh, whispers inviting kids on campus during COVID. <laughs> uh, I would go there because you, you know again UNLV has been pesky this past last year or two, or especially last year, including and against Fresno State. Including yes, definitely including against Fresno State, Boise State, Nevada. Good rivalry game, but Nevada is nowhere near. Spart- I did my game too probably would be uh, Spartans Aztecs, but I'm going to go to the Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, right off I-15. Well, I will say that it is very thoughtful of you to to leave me with the border war. Go for it, yeah, take it. That's Wyoming good. at Colorado State. What's your main besides being border war? Any specifics about it at this moment in time? I mean, well, I think it's the border I mean, it's, war. That's all I mean, it. yeah, I mean, I love rivalries. I love Fort Collins. And I think that's the only time I have penciled in going to, to Fort Collins in this, in this whole exercise. But also, like, you know, there's a different kind of intrigue around both of these teams because, you know, you know uh, what was it, two years ago the Colorado State won the, won the boot and then Wyoming reclaimed it last year, right? Um, there's that low-scoring game, yeah, like 13-7. Was that the snow game a couple years ago? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me. I apologize. It's probably people on both sides screaming at that. <laughs> anyway, but uh, like, but like, you know, it, it's it's a position where like Colorado State is generally seen as sort of like a team on the rebound, and Wyoming is is seen as a team that's sort of at a crossroads uh, after losing so much talent to to both the NFL and the transfer portal. And so, I'm, I'm interested in seeing sort of how the Cowboys pull it together as far as you know, just kind of sticking to what they do best, which is, you know, control the clock and play good defense and, and how well that'll shake out against what they're calling for air raid. Yeah. That, yeah, it gets that defense. Yeah, that could definitely make a good call there. So like, the, there's some shades of familiarity, but there's also like new wrinkles that I'm really interested in seeing up close. Sure. I've also noticed my picks I'm looking through. I've only been to one same one similar stadium twice. So that's good. Proud of you. Thank you. All right, week week twelve. Dang, Boise State Wyoming is always interesting. You got another rivalry, CSU Air Force. You have ooh, UNLV at Hawaii, the Ninth Island Trophy, or the, as I like to call the Golden Pineapple, mm-hmm. which is a better name for it, right? I'm just saying. It's like, um, have you seen that show on HBO with um, Reese Darby on it, the pirate show? I have not seen it yet. Have you seen the trailer for it at all? I have. So. What do you think the show's about? Like, if you're give a quick pitch about, hey, this show's about this. What would you I mean, say? I know, I know it's a pirate comedy. That's about all yeah, I yeah. know. So I watched. I've, I seen like two episodes. So <clears throat> the reason I bring this up because it's a Ninth Island Trophy, the pineapple. The show's called. Do you even know what the show's called? Uh, Our flag means death, right? It, it is. However, I've only seen two episodes, but it makes more sense to call because Reese Darby. If you don't know who he is, he's been on. I know mostly from Fight of Concords. He plays Murray. Mm-hmm. hilarious person other wreck and some other stuff too they talk they met they specifically say it's a gentleman pirate how is not that not the title of the game or the show the gentleman pirate because he's a hoity-toity guy 
trying to be a pirate. That's where I think the pineapple should be just called the golden pineapple. Who cares if it's the ninth island? Nobody knows that. If the trophy looks like a golden pineapple, call it the golden pineapple. Reason. So I'm going to Hawaii noon. I'll be to visit Hawaii in November. <laughs> and well, it's a rivalry game too. Well, I mean, I, I would hope that you would enjoy it out there on the islands because I'm going to Laramie oh. no, in November <laughs> for Boise State at Wyoming. I wish you well. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, as a Californian, I will be sure to bundle up. But also, like, you know, that's, a, that's, that's another key. game that tends to be a lot closer than than people typically think year in and year out. So even though Wyoming hasn't often gotten over the hump against the Broncos, like, that's a game that, that Boise State fans know not to take lightly. Yeah, definitely. The defense will be there, even though they've got Chad Moma and some others. There may be Andrew Pease's quarterback. I don't know. They mm-hmm. did lose Xavier Valade, which is an issue. But typically for what I'm going to be, it'll be a lower scoring game of that matchup, I think, even if Boise, because Boise, remember, they have to replace Kalish Shakir. And who knows, like, Blackmire's back, and George Lyons going to be healthy. Offensive line's had a million issues the past two seasons, but that's a good one. All right, final week of the season. Week 13. We have, oh boy, Utah State. Utah State, Boise State's the final week of the year. Is that, am I reading that correctly? That is correct. Ooh. I've only been to Boise State once. Here's what we have, because I'll read off these upon a week, and there's some good ones. Air Force at San Diego State. Hawaii at San Jose State rivalry game. Nevada at UNLV, obviously, for the Canyon. New Mexico at CSU, whatever. Sorry. not That's my last game on the list. Sorry, people. <laughs> Utah State at Boise State. Wyoming at Fresno State. You get your pick, please. Well, I'm going to see the Fremont Canyon. You are you going to okay Thanksgiving in Las Vegas? Yes, please. Buffet, which pick what you want, right? Go to the exactly nice restaurant. You know what to pick turkey because turkey's trash, just like ham. We'll get into that. But I'm just saying. okay, well, I, I'm I'm speechless. I'm gonna <laughs> let you. I, I I can't even gather myself right now that you just threw that in there like a hand grenade. People know. I'm, you know what? I'm just gonna let you keep talking. Hey, for Easter, <laughs> I'd prime rib. Just saying, that's where to go. Well, okay, well, prime rib is delicious, but that's... Yeah. What? Come again, on, my, 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 my mind, I'm, I'm stunned right now. Just like you keep talking. If you had the choice, what would you pick on any day of the week? Come on. It's not I, would, I would pick turkey over ham. Continue. Well, yeah, clearly, yes, but turkey's still overrated. <sighs> Man, how, how, did we, how did we get to this, to this conversation? <laughs> Just, just, Maybe, just because I talked about just because of Legion Stadium, right? <laughs> you mentioned Thanksgiving. Do, do, you, think, do you think a billion dollar stadium would have like Thanksgiving specials like that? They better. Like, do you think that? Do you think they'd have like an open faced turkey sandwich there? Sure, why not? If, if anybody's listening, um, and and they end up doing that, just know that you heard it here first. That's fine. That, that'd be an option. So I would uh, to make my choice of where I'd be spending the day. Air Force at San Diego State is our pick. I haven't been there all year. Excellent. I gotta, I gotta check it out. They'd also blame you don't like you don't like their team. You're this, you're that, blah, blah, blah. But that's how I would pick and go with. So plus it'd be a good game too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What's your oh, you mentioned you're going to Fremont Canyon, right? Yep. No, so Boise State Utah State gets the shaft, right? I guess. Apparently so. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what but, else you want to say. We're, we want to mix it up, people. I, you know what? Because I already went to Boise State once. Yeah, me too. And I hadn't seen you in LB. 
we try to diversify. We're we don't want to just stick it with one team. I would say out of my list, I have one place twice at Fresno State. Yeah. And I visit, I see San Diego State. I do see them three times, but only once there. So anything else you want to add about your road trip or fake road trip? We had like a million dollars to go do all this stuff. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I was gonna say if anybody wants to give me money to make this a reality, I can give them my Venmo, but no, I think I'm good. You don't want to give. I'm just saying. You never know. No. If you don't give it out. I'm kidding. <laughs> I didn't want to. Speaking of that, I was driving around one like a year ago. Somebody put like, "Hey, we're just married. Venmo. We want drink money or beer money. We're going here." So I gave him like five cents. It's like, I'm like, oh, thank you. I'm like, okay, it worked. You got a nickel for me. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, technically, our, our Twitter account at MWC Wire does have the have have the Venmo button there for some reason. I think it goes to my Venmo somehow for some I reason. Have, I have no idea why they gave us that power. Or, or why they give us the power? I don't know. Do, 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 do we still have the thing where you could like downvote comments or replies? Downvote or download? No, downvote. Like that was the thing that they were like testing with some people. I don't know. I've seen it. I saw it for a little while. I haven't seen it recently. But but if if it ever comes into being, like I'm going to say this right now, I promise you that we will never ever downvote anybody's comment if you follow us on Twitter again at MWC Wire. Hold on, wait. I don't know if I can make that promise. There's some people on Twitter where I don't want to interact with. <laughs> okay, well, if, okay, so then I will I will amend that statement to see if if a comment ever gets downloaded, you know exactly who to blame. <laughs> You're not wrong. I'm just saying, just keep it on topic. But yeah, but yeah, I think other than that, I think I think I'm good. <laughs> We're good. All right, so we'll be back next time. We'll do some draft stuff next week or somewhere along. The, I say next week in a nonlinear um, audio delivery medium. So next time you get the episode, that's what we're getting to next time. So yeah, MWR.com, go there. Hey, if you have a trip you want to go to, tell us your awesome 13-week road trip you want to go to. That'd always be fun to see where people want to go. And if you're a fan of one team, great. Go Because I guarantee you'll see this, Matt. CSU home slate no matter what. You know what I mean? There'll be every game for them. If you want to see your team, that'd be great. Go. Wouldn't you like to travel to your team 13 weeks every every game or 12 games, whatever it may be? Yeah. No around like yeah, I don't, I don't like see why not. Grateful Dead. Just saying, yeah. So, yeah. If you want, just let us know where, what games you're looking at going toward. Because it's always fun. Like, hey, if we go here, go there. And I actually may attempt to go to a decent game this year somewhere that's not within a ten minute drive from me or thirty minute drive because I can see a couple of stadiums nearby. But we'll we'll see if that if I can maybe fly and travel somewhere that could be fun. But Next time we'll talk draft and yeah, we'll see you next week or again. I can't say next week, Matt, next episode.